0: hello everyone hello my name is matt armando and
1: i'm emily riggins
0: and this is tbd with matt emily hey emily
1: hello matt how are you
0: i'm i'm good i'm hot we'll talk about that later (laughs) maybe
1: (laughs) i think it might be all i want to talk about for the next week about how hot i am this
0: weekend (laughs) i I'll tell you this. I don't like talking about the weather for two reasons, really. One, because it's like hacky or whatever, and people are like, small talk, blah, 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 talk about the weather. But I also, you only really talk about the weather if it's bad. I mean, like 90% of weather talk is bad weather. Maybe 10% is like, ooh, it's beautiful out today. <laughs> and <laughs> I could live with the 10% where you talk about how beautiful it is out. But I like to—I don't like to be reminded of the bad weather because I think I'm kind of good at ignoring it. Or at least like tricking myself into being like, it's fine. Everything's fine. It's fine.
1: I'm not capable of that. I also can't wait for you to start every conversation with, oh, it's such nice weather.
0: (laughs) I don't want to lie. I'm not going to lie. It's only if it's really actually nice weather, which is in New York, May and September.
1: Uh, I disagree. April, May. September, October, beginning of November.
0: Uh, there's too much cold in april i don't i just it's still too cold Mm. may even may the beginning of may can be shaky but
1: the end of may can be too hot
0: uh i've never experienced an end of may that's too hot because i've never gone to like the beach in may and i feel like it was too hot october is nice november is probably already getting too cold Uh, the weather's the weather's a whole thing let's bring on our guest
1: guest. Um, we'll ask her her opinion about the weather. But before we do that, welcome to the podcast stage, Lindsay Myers. Hi. Can I talk now? Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: Please do. Uh, um, what months in New York are good enough weather for you?
2: So I actually think this is interesting because I think the months that are good and bad has shifted.
1: Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm.
2: think like five or 10 years ago, by Thanksgiving, it was cold. Now, Thanksgiving, you could wear like a light jacket. I think that we've shifted and that fall lasts more into November and then like winter, winter doesn't start until December. Mm -hmm. So I agree with both of you, but I also disagree. Like it's unpredictable. You can have a beautiful April and then a beautiful May or not. Like there's always like a fool's spring when you Mm -hmm. think it's spring and then it goes back to being cold. And this year, beginning of June was just rainy and bad, but end of May was great. So
0: yeah. Occasionally, it's like February and it's uh, like eighty degrees for some reason. Didn't that happen like two or three years no, ago? February is was classically like the worst. month. So weird.
1: Um, I always yeah. get fooled by the full spring because I get very excited to wear my spring jacket, which is my favorite thing I own. When I wear it, I talk exclusively about how much I love this jacket. And then, where's it from? It's from Old Navy. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has huge pockets. I don't have to carry a purse.
0: I that's love it. that's mainly what Emily talks about—the yeah. the no purse thing.
1: I can if I work really hard, I can put a book in one of the pockets. Oh dang, it's great. Um,
0: Women, if I can just generalize for a minute,
1: <laughs> okay,
0: love having a pocket.
1: No, oh that's yeah, true. that's true. <laughs> if you
0: have
2: a dress with pockets, every woman in a one mile radius will stop you and be like, "Does that dress have
1: pockets?" Oh my god! So Update, my dress does not have pockets right now.
0: I went to uh, I went to a wedding um, a couple months ago and. The bride's wedding dress had pockets in it, and people must have been um, losing their shit. Yeah, so I, I was like, um, I was a good, uh, you know, thirty feet from the um, them getting married. They like the, them actually staying next to next to each other. So I'm like in the crowd of people, and they wrote their own vows, and um, but they wrote them on paper so they didn't have to like memorize them. And she pulled it out of her pocket. <laughs> what a dream! And all these people around me go, oh, it has pockets. Like, oh my God. <laughs> These murmurs I love that. throughout the crowd. It has pockets. it Has pockets pockets
2: <laughs> i was in my friend's wedding recently and she did the everyone wore the same i was a bridesmaid and all the bridesmaids was like different dress same color and about half of us had pockets and i did not have pockets i'm so wow. sorry i was like this is some bullshit
1: um i am in a similar wedding that has not come to pass yet but my dress does not have pockets i don't know if any of the dresses have pockets though so. wow
2: and like you don't really need anything when you're in a when you're in a wedding but, but it's nice to have still yeah a place to put your hand at least i don't yep. want
0: my phone further than 10 feet from me at any i would time.
1: definitely if i had pockets my phone would be in there oh 100 <laughs> percent
0: um when i did when i went to the wedding i went to in japan i had to wear a yukata just like a kimono but lighter and i guess typically more for men but they don't have pockets in them so i had that experience but they give you Do you
2: have pockets in your pants
0: oh you don't wear pants you're not wearing pants Oh, you're just wearing this you you i went to a rent like you go to a place that's kind like a, 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 a of like a tuxedo rental, rental? kind of place you get sized up for it all and then they you give them your clothes because you like rent it for the day and then like they take your clothes and that's like their collateral <laughs> kind of Oh my God. and then you leave in just your uh, you wear like this like underwear thing like these they give you this like underwear to wear <laughs> that's kind of like um capris but like underwear material
2: like a long john
0: uh yeah but it goes like to the knee like just above the knee
2: a bermuda short long john yeah <laughs> uh
0: yeah more like that and uh and then you're just wearing this like robe around uh but they give you a bag like there's a man there's a man version and a woman version of the, these bags so i was carrying around a little bag the whole day
2: <laughs> that's nice yeah at least they give you a bag and you don't have to Carry all your stuff, or invest in a satchel that you're only going to use once. Yeah,
0: I could have bought this. This was basically satchel is a good word for what I was, what I had. <laughs> Another guy had a backpack. Like he he chose to do a backpack instead, and it kind of messed up his whole kimono deal. Like, because uh, they really fit you into those things.
2: <laughs> yeah, it obstructs the look.
0: Yeah. Well, even like it just like jostled some stuff around on his setup. Like you have to you have to have it like. You get it sort of belted onto you with like a, a wrap to hold it into place. Uh, it's very loose.
2: So then did you have to go back there after the wedding to give it back? Yeah. That to me sounds like a nightmare because I picture myself at the end of a wedding, drunk, a mess. Like well, I this, guess maybe it's different. This is Japan. so <laughs>
0: just like the ceremony was this way. So there was oh, like a okay. ceremony and then we just like went back, changed and then went and had like a reception thing. Got it okay um,
1: so it was like instead of a cocktail hour you had the changing hour <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah and except instead of an hour it was like three hours because <laughs> we had to one... go all the way the place we were at was like a shopping mall in the middle of Kyoto and then the uh wedding was like an hour away by like cab or or not maybe about an hour like a half an hour or something it was like really a really far ride away and they have to come all the way like out out of the subway's reach we couldn't take the subway there i wish we could have because i didn't want to pay for a cab uh but then we had to take then we had to wait for a cab there because it's you're in the middle of nowhere so it's not like a place cabs just go you can't just hail one
1: <laughs> no ubers in japan
0: uh they do have uber um they have uber and they also have japan taxi which is like uh an app to call taxis there but neither of them were very helpful while i was there <laughs> uh so we just had to like order a cab to come get us so we were just like standing in the middle of a field waiting for a uh cab to show up to take us to a mall to go undress out of our clothes get our real clothes back and then we went to dinner
2: i feel like this is one of those like boardwalk things where you go and get like a picture done like western Mm -hmm. theme and they like put the clothes on top of your clothes and you have to give them back
0: (laughs) (laughs) this is kind of kind of like that (laughs) but more respectful (laughs) more respectful (laughs) I have to remind everyone I was being respectful in my kimono and not like a weird Yeah, person. I know what you mean. You're like,
2: this was asked of me. <laughs>
0: this was asked of me. I'm
2: following direction. I did it in
0: a formal well, so like I was there with all um all white people. It's yeah. I was gonna I was questioning whether it was all white people. It was all white people. And some of the people in the group were more um afraid of looking like they were doing committing cultural appropriation. Mm-hmm. I was not one of those people because I was like weird doing it the way we're supposed to be doing it i think people were more afraid what we looked like to like
2: yeah or like in photos of people like if you post a picture and someone doesn't know the situation
0: right like people were like we should just i wish we could hold the sign above our heads that said we're going to a wedding and i was like i'm not that worried like because there are there are a lot of people in kimonos and every one of them is doing it for formal reasons or Mm -hmm. some like people don't wear kimonos around there you know um so I wasn't worried, but people, some people were.
2: I get it. I get it.
0: I, I get it because of the where we are, but I also am like, everyone, just remember we're not being jerks about it. Yeah. We're not like, hey, look at me being dumb in a kimono. <laughs> <laughs> um, they were nice. Some people bought their kimonos. I did not buy mine. Just rented it. I was like, when am I ever going to wear a kimono again? I,
1: I don't know. I, I, there's no reason to have one.
0: No, unless you thought you were going to um, more, more another kimono wedding. Yeah. Uh I will say, well then I also would have had a pack it and fly it back and then have it here. <laughs> uh the the two people who bought two people bought their kimonos and they were like a husband and wife, I think. Um but because I got it fitted, <laughs> uh they just gave me all the stuff I needed. They were like, here's the kimono, here's the Here's the belt. Like, you kind of have this, like, underbelt that is, like, the real belt. And then you have kind of a decorative belt over that that is still also a belt, but is certainly not holding up as much weight as the underbelt is. is. Yeah. Um, and the other the under belt might as well have just been, like, a piece of, like, duct tape they wrapped around me really tight. Oh, jeez. Um, just not, like, very... Oh, yeah, it was pretty tight, but not, like, a presentable thing. And then you put the decorative one over it. The guy who bought his... Um, because he is just buying it from some person who doesn't probably care that much or whatever. Um, is or he doesn't get like the decorative belt. He kind of just has like the underbelt thing, and his underbelt doesn't look that weird, but it is is distinctively or distinctly not as large and decorative as my belt was. So you felt and like
2: the fancy, cool one.
0: Well, at the wedding, the photographer or someone was like, "Do you have?" the bigger fancier belt to this guy because they were they thought he looked like underdressed or whatever and and i don't think he realized he was not wearing the right thing because he was just like oh no and he just like kind of like whatever and i kind of maybe now that i'm thinking about it when he was buying it the person selling might have been like and here's the belt if you want the belt and he was like oh no i already have this belt or whatever
2: or maybe it was extra and he was like i don't need that yeah
0: i've already got a belt why would i need more belt or whatever and he's, this guy's gonna live his whole life with an incomplete kimono. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he doesn't even know he was wrong. I know he was wrong because... You I should tell him. So well, I'm not friends with him. And, <laughs> well,
2: then, I guess it's up often... Um
0: And see, so by renting mine, I didn't have to... It was stress-free. I didn't have to worry about not having all the right pieces or whatever, you know?
2: And this is a paid ad for Rent the Runway. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, uh, the mall I went to in Japan, <laughs> this, go to the sixth um, floor of this mall... <laughs>
1: I went to Rent the Runway once in New York, and it was a terrifying place, and I left. Really? I went to a Rent the
2: Runway...
1: I can't say this. I should have done vocal warm-ups. <laughs> I went
2: to a Rent the Runway sample sale once, and that was crazy. That, I think, would be fun and also crazy. Um, yeah. I don't know. I thought about doing Rent the Runway, but...
1: Um, well, I didn't prepare myself enough to, like, order online and go pick up, so I just went to the store i didn't realize you had to sign in for like someone to help you oh the
2: worst i don't want to be helped ever i know i just
1: (laughs) i just wanted to have an outfit and then all the outfits were i would need like special like it was just like too complicated and then i left when
2: Mm -hmm. clothes get fancy stuff just is wild yeah
1: i did need someone to help me
2: (laughs)
0: yeah turns out i needed help Mm -hmm. i need help with my thing too i got someone to help me tie all my knots
1: (laughs) (laughs) a nice boy scout
0: yeah I had a Boy Scout come help me. <laughs> uh, all right. Should we do tea talk? I think we should. Let's do it.
1: Take tea it talk, tea back. talk, tea talk, tea talk.
0: Let's talk some tea. I um,
1: think I spoke uh, while uh, you were singing. I'm sorry. It's okay. Um, no, This is the
0: No Apologies podcast. Yeah.
1: One, never apologize. Two, I, it's probably good my singing is interrupted because I, I can't. Um, today on the podcast, we are drinking a tea from the London Tea Company, which we have had before. And this tea was chosen because it is hot outside. This is called Raspberry Inferno Mm -hmm. because it feels like an inferno outside. It really does.
0: Um, And when you make tea, you dip it into its own personal inferno, hot water.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And you boil it on top of an inferno, which is the fire from the oven.
0: Wow.
2: And this is a gas stove, so real fire. Yeah.
0: Yeah, we had real fire here. Ah. So everyone knows before every episode of this podcast, we play with real fire. Yeah,
2: you thought this was a chill pot of no. tea? No. We're setting things on fire.
0: We're
1: setting <laughs> gas on fire. Um I'm talking about this fire tea. Um lit. lit. It's so lit. Um <laughs> so the ingredients are apple pieces, hibiscus, sweet blackberry leaf, natural flavoring, elderberries, I believe chili. That's chili. It, That's the inferno. That's <gasps> the inferno. And raspberry 1% I don't know a- what that raspberry. means but there's a 1% afterwards uh
0: yeah
2: which is interesting because it's raspberry tea but there's only 1% of raspberries
0: mm-hmm. um yeah what's up with that uh also this chili it's not this is not like a spicy tea no
2: it's not spicy at all wait I haven't tried mine yet oh. am I allowed try no? Oh, yeah, yeah. no try
0: hit it hit it up I've already um, had like half of mine.
1: Oh, I was for, afraid to drink Just anything. so everyone knows, this is... <laughs>
0: no apologies, podcast.
1: Um, not veg- going to work for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I always apologize. <laughs> um, this is a Vegetarian Society approved tea and also Viva Vegan.
0: Hooray. I
1: feel like I do taste the chili.
0: I, I, get like, I get like a little bit of it.
1: At the end of the
2: sip.
0: Yeah, but it's not like... I would never call this spicy.
2: Oh, no, it's not spicy. Yeah. But I taste the flavor of chili.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. it's got like a little bite which is
1: a nice sweet and smoky mix yeah it is sweet it does taste fruity
0: i'd say if you are like adverse to spicy or chili or hot this isn't this isn't you don't gotta be afraid you don't gotta be afraid of this Uh -uh. do not be afraid of this tea i'm not afraid um
1: but on the
2: on the picture like on um, the tea bag, it's a woman sitting at a table and there's a fire extinguisher under the table, <laughs> wow. which makes you think it's gonna be out of this world hot, but
0: yeah. it's not. And we made this not having any idea that this was even like, I don't know, I guess we should have guessed from the name, but we didn't.
2: I put no thought into why it was called Inferno. Yeah, me neither until we read the ingredients and then I really studied the packaging. Yeah,
0: um, yeah there's indeed that fire extinguisher, which you can check out on our Instagram.
2: Yeah. And she's right in front of the London Eye, which is good in case any mechanical issues happen. She can run over with her fire extinguisher and save the day. Yeah. Do you think
0: she's a firefighter and she's just on her break?
2: I think so. Hmm, She's not in her firefighting outfit. That's for sure. She's She's wearing a simple boot.
1: I was just going to say, she's definitely wearing some boots.
2: She's in her street
1: clothes. I don't know. um, She has an Elizabeth Warren-esque haircut.
2: Yes. A hundred percent.
0: I think, I wonder if you can be a firefighter with that kind of haircut. Because I found out a recent fact about firefighters, you guys, is they have to, uh, male firefighters have to shave every day. Their face? Their their face. Because uh, they need the masks to get a good seal on them. Interesting. So I wonder if having any kind of loose hair on the top of your head is also a no-no because it would like leak into your mask somehow.
2: I mean, I feel, I know a firefighter and I feel like I've seen photos of him with other firefighters. And they have a variety of hairstyles. (laughs) I think if you're a girl, you probably just have to tie it back really tight. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Probably one of those. Or if you're
2: a male with long hair, you have to tie it back really tight.
0: Kind of like the like police officer. Like if you see a female police officer, they typically have like a really tight bun. Slicked back. Yeah. Um, Or either really short hair or really tightly done. Because you can't have hair on a uniform. That's like a thing. It's like a military thing. Yeah. I think it's like in like police and all that stuff. Like you can't have your hair touching your Like the collar of your uh, uniform.
2: Interesting.
0: I think that's a thing.
1: (laughs) Huh? Who knew? Now Uh, we know. Not me. I didn't know.
0: And you can't have hair below your top lip if you're a (laughs) player on the New York Yankees. So you can have a mustache.
2: Only the New York Yankees?
0: Yeah, it's like a team rule. It's not a baseball rule. It's a Yankees rule.
2: Um, what do they have against stashes?
0: Are you so you can wear? You can have a stash, but it can't be below. Like so, you can't have a beard. and you can't have long hair
1: could you have a beard that doesn't go below the lip it's just like a weird one
2: a curvy side like a
1: curvy side
0: as a guy who shaves (laughs) there's very little hair that grows i'm just uh, saying on your cheek between your sideburn and your lip like uh that's the certainly some people can grow hair there i can i can grow some hair there but it's not much
1: (laughs) thank you for speaking as a guy who shaves
0: i shaved today Near hours before this podcast.
1: Wow. Um, let's go through this ingredient list besides the chili. <laughs> let's talk about that tea. <laughs> um, so do we taste raspberry? I
2: think so. I mean, I taste a general fruit.
0: Yeah, yes. I, taste, I taste a raspberry-hibiscus combination.
1: Yes. I taste also just fruit. I'm going to take a sip and see what happens. Go ahead. I almost feel like it tastes more blackberry-y. Yeah,
0: I mean, for me, the hibiscus is actually taking over a lot of the flavor. Here's the thing.
2: I don't know what hibiscus tastes like.
0: It tastes like this tea. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, it's like a, yeah, I don't know. It's a flower. A lot of iced tea is made of hibiscus. It's just had, sweet. Had some hibiscus tea uh, yesterday, actually. Uh, it's Yeah, it, it all fits together. Like, in my mind, I'm like, this is kind of a raspberry hibiscus mix. With little a kick chili. kick at chili at the end. Kick it chili.
2: <laughs> I taste the chili less as I drink it. I was just... kind like, I tasted it more of my first two sips.
1: Yeah, I just took a sip and I was like, this isn't spicy at all.
0: Yeah, um, it's like the it's like a slight was, flavor of chili without the spice at, yeah, at all. Yeah, it's more
2: like the smokiness of chili, mm-hmm. like a chili powder as opposed to like a spicy chili pepper.
1: Okay, I can see that. Is what I would say.
0: Yeah. And I can I do feel it like on my mouth in a way where I'm like it's not burning, but I can feel a little sp- Sting almost. I don't want I to make feel nothing. I don't want to make it sound unappealing. I'm worried that all these words sound bad about it, because um, that's not what I mean by any of that. But it does. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Lindsay, before we talk about this tea anymore, I have a question for you. Yes. What is your relationship to tea?
2: My relationship to tea. I actually don't drink tea that much. I really am a coffee person because I feel like my attitude is aggressive, and I'm like, I just want to drink this coffee and feel awake. (laughs) Um, But I do, I like an iced tea. Mm. Um, So I drink a lot of that. Sometimes I drink tea if I'm like sick or if I already had coffee and I want more tea. My therapist has been telling me that I should drink tea as a way to have a moment with myself. Oh, that's nice. She said it would be (laughs) good for me (laughs) to have like a calming like create like a space for that in my life where i make a cup of tea and i sit down with it and i hold it in my hands and really feel it i have not done that yet um
0: uh, i think that's a real that's a real i i feel that way actually sometimes when i make tea is that and that's like why people say tea can be really relaxing is because it it some people are like oh well, you have to like make tea or whatever and it's like yeah but that's like part kind of part of the appeal is like mm-hmm. you know uh, boil the water get the tea make the tea sit there like let it steep yeah uh, drink it enjoyably because you're not necessarily drinking it for the utility of it you're drinking it as like a calming thing
2: yeah i think that's what when i say aggressive with coffee it's like utilitarian yeah mm-hmm. my roommate makes a cup of tea every night so i should just do that i should be like make it a double But <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i'd like to drink tea more but right now, it's like usually if I'm like, oh, I don't want coffee. Or sometimes in the summer especially, I'm like, ooh, I could really go for an iced tea.
1: When you're having iced tea, do you go for a specific kind of tea or just whatever's there?
2: Um, it depends on this, the tea store I go to. Oh. Um, I usually go for green tea. Mm. Sometimes I go for if there's just a flavor that looks good to me that day. And I usually go unsweetened um, unless I'm hungover. When I'm hungover, I crave like a brisk raspberry iced tea, which is disgusting and shouldn't even be talked about on this podcast about fine tea. But if oh, you
0: fine, like
1: it, fine. you
2: like it.
0: Yeah, sometimes I talk about it. I have some guilty pleasure teas I enjoy and mm-hmm. I've brought them up. It's fine.
2: I also, I don't know if this is allowed. I often get a match, an iced matcha lemonade from Starbucks.
1: That's very allowed. Um, Especially in the
0: summer. Um,
1: iced yeah. matcha lemonade. lemonade. So they mix the matcha with
2: the mm-hmm.
0: lemonade? It's like an Arnold Palmer.
2: Yeah. So it like takes down the bitterness of the matcha and you get that sweetness from the lemonade and it's bright green. So people are always like, what are
0: you
1: drinking?
0: <laughs> and I'm
2: like, it's just a matcha lemonade, honey.
1: Uh, I've uh, never heard of that combination at Starbucks. It's good. It's expensive,
2: obviously, but it's good.
0: Argo Tea is like all these 50-50 like lemonade tea things right now. I haven't had any of them yet. Yesterday I had, I got white lavender, or white white tea lavender with little um it's like the bubble tea but if you get bubble tea at argo tea it's just these little like coconut jelly things Mm -hmm. that are pretty good that sounds nice it's not real bubble tea but it's pretty good (laughs) um yeah yeah.
2: so if i had to summarize my relationship with tea i would say we like just started dating (laughs) but i'm hoping it'll go further
1: i hope that you take your therapist's advice to heart if only because it's so much fun to drink tea I know. And now I feel like I don't need to go to therapy ever again because I do that already. Yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, they're just going to tell you to drink, oh, you Emily, drink tea. And you're like, I already do. Bye. money <laughs> back. <laughs> Mic drop.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you about tea. <laughs> uh,
0: I try to drink a, a de- uh, non-caffeinated tea uh, at night, like 9 or 10 at night, and then I go to bed.
1: Yeah, I really should get into that. I will drink caffeinated tea all day, and that's probably why I don't sleep well. Um but listen, I'm living my life, and no one can tell me how to live it.
0: Hey, you live your exactly. life exactly, Emily. Matt. I'm going to drop a big question on you right okay. now. I'm, go- oh, no. I'm t- going towards the end of uh, tea talk here. Raspberry Inferno. It's a tea they make at the London Tea Company, although not in London, they make it in Sri Lanka. Um, <laughs> Those bitches. Uh, or that's where it's packaged. Whatever. Emily, do you find the Raspberry Inferno to be your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea?
1: Matt, thank you so much for asking. Um, So this is my cup of tea. And I know I say this a lot. Mm. And maybe it's just the heat. But I would love to have this as an iced tea. <laughs> I think it'd make a good iced tea.
2: I think so, too, as someone who drinks iced tea.
0: Hibiscus is like classic iced tea flavor. Yeah. So no, mm-hmm. yeah. here you go.
1: So it's my cup of tea.
0: Wow. One for one so far.
1: Uh, Lindsay, I have a question for you.
2: Oh, no. I'm nervous.
1: <laughs> Please don't be. It's... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's the most important question we're going to ask you, but don't be nervous. Is this London Tea Company's tea, Raspberry Inferno, your cup of tea?
2: It really is my cup of tea. And I just admitted that I'm kind of a tea novice, Mm -hmm. but this is a kind of tea that I would like to drink. It's fruity, so it has that like an intense flavor and you don't have to add sugar to it, Mm -hmm. which I like. Um, I think I consume too much sugar, so this is my cup of tea.
1: I also usually put sugar in my tea, and I did not today, and I don't need it.
0: Yeah, it's also uh, if you need if you need tea, uh, you know, if you like this one and and all that, it is caffeine free. If you wanted to turn it into like a nighttime thing, and it's also a bagged tea, which we have not mentioned yet, but uh, you know, you can just uh, buy a box of them and put a bag. It's easier easier than loose yeah. leaf.
2: Do you guys do a lot of loose teas? We do,
1: yes.
0: Yeah, I'd say like two thirds. Yeah, two thirds. Two thirds is. It's loose leaf one third bagged. Yeah. No. If I had to guess. Um and I have to guess legally.
1: Yes, he has to guess. Um,
0: Matt. Oh, me. Yes.
1: Um, is this tea from the Lennon Tea Company? This Raspberry Inferno. Your cup of tea? Or not your cup of tea? Uh
0: this yeah. is this is my cup of tea. Yeah.
1: Wow, three for three.
0: It's, it's ah! nice. It's delightful. That's it. Three for three.
2: Three for three. Wow, thank you, London Tea Company.
0: Yeah, thanks. Thank you. I feel like we liked it last time they had one of their teas, although that was like six months ago.
1: Yeah, I feel like we did. Um, I've had others since then, so I don't remember. This is, and is this it, one
2: actually came from London, you said?
1: Yeah, my roommate bought it in London. And this
0: tea we're us. having right now came from London. Has yes. crossed
1: the
2: pond. But yes. it went
0: from Sri Lanka <laughs> to London. This tea
2: is more well-traveled than me.
0: To here. Yeah. Um, yeah, if I had not recently been to Japan, I'd say me too. Uh okay. Let's move on. Tea talk done. Tea talk complete. I almost forgot my my catchphrase of tea talk done.
1: Thank you cuz without you saying yours I can't say mine. You would have to
0: yeah.
2: just keep talking about tea yeah. until we all
1: died. Yeah. T T T T. Um okay, now that all that stuff is out of the way. Mm-hmm. Lindsay, you are a guest today. I am. Which means you brought us a topic. I did. Now, this is important that the audience knows we don't know what it is. Yeah, they don't. We know that you looked at our topic list.
2: I did look at your topic list because I'm still worried about my topic, but I think it's fine.
1: <laughs> um, it's going to be great. Okay. What is your topic today?
2: Okay, so I thought a lot about this topic because my first instincts were stuff that was really st- i love but that's really specific to me and i figured you guys wouldn't be able to talk about it and i didn't want it to be a one-sided conversation <laughs> so i decided to pick something that is a huge part of my life that i think is also smalling smallly in a small way in other people's lives and my topic is youtube
0: youtube yeah mm. wow Not- i'm
2: addicted to youtube
0: fun yeah we have not had this as a topic yet okay good
2: i control f to the list i have a couple backup topics just in case
1: um i'm gonna try to remember to ask you what those are later but i might forget so tell us what are you watching on youtube
2: so here's the thing i feel like most people go to youtube to like watch like a music video or when they have to look something up which i do do like recently i painted my room so i looked up how to paint a room wow which was extremely helpful But where my YouTube addiction comes in is I watch a lot of, like, YouTubers. Mm -hmm. Like, people (laughs) who their life is making YouTube videos. My addiction started in college, I would say. So, YouTube was very different then, than back in, like, 2014. And, but that's how I got in at Mm -hmm. first. By watching, like, beauty gurus Mm. who do, like, makeup tutorials and shopping hauls which is really addictive to me to like just watch people show you what they bought
1: i do like that
2: so it'll <laughs> be a girl who's like i just went to old navy and here's what i got she's like i bought this blue tee in a size medium it was 14.99 i could watch that all day <laughs> um so i watched some of that and now i watch a lot of like vloggers like people who vlog their lives which is interesting and something else is family vloggers, which feels creepy because it's, like, a family who vlogs their life, so, like, parents and their kids.
1: How much vlogging are the kids doing?
2: Depends on the family. Mm. Um, Some families, like, just show the kids. Some families, like, the kids, like, will pick up the cameras and vlog. And that, to me, is, like, weirdly comforting to watch. <laughs> and I just, like, I watch YouTube videos every day. I feel like there's a lot of shows I haven't seen and I'm like, why haven't I watched any of these shows I want to watch? Because I'm watching YouTube every day (laughs) when I wake up in the morning before I go to bed at night.
1: (laughs) From these beauty vloggers, Mm -hmm. do you think you've gotten some beauty tips? Yes.
2: Um, It's very helpful.
1: Um,
0: Learn how to paint your room. Learn how to paint paint your face. (laughs) Yes. Um,
2: (laughs) I think for sure, I think I a lot of time like watch people who like look like me or who have like similar like hair color or skin color because i want to see what they're doing so i do think i've learned a lot of tips um yeah because i feel like otherwise back in like high school i would have to like read 17 magazine to figure out yeah. what to do you know that's tough
1: especially <laughs> when you're not 17 anymore
2: i
0: know it's um, only good for that one year
2: yeah and my like mom never like really wore makeup or anything so and i was always interested in that so i feel like i had to like teach myself and youtube is great for that but it also then leads to me like buying things because mm. i'm like oh like they use this and i really want it or like they bought this shirt that looks cool or like this plant in their home i, need, that plant. I <laughs> need
0: it i need that plant in their home <laughs> i feel like
2: a lot of my purchases now are influenced by wow. youtube some I wonder if real I,
0: influencers in your life. I wonder if anyone watched those family vloggers and like, I need that kid in my house.
2: <laughs> That's actually, there was this like whole scam. Like when I say I know so much about YouTube, like it's embarrassing because I do spend so much time watching it and I feel like it's very like a thing that like a lot of like kids and teens do. So as an adult, I feel kind of weird about it. So it's kind of like a secret. So I'm kind of letting it out right now. Be yourself wow. here. I think some of my close friends know about my YouTube addiction, but not that many people. But there was this scandal recently where I guess like people who were like child predators were going on like YouTube videos of family vloggers and such and like fishing and like watching stuff in a weird way and like leaving these weird comments. So then YouTube turned off comments on all videos that had anyone under 18 years of age in it, which was this huge scandal because like for people who are vloggers like that's how they make their money and then when their comments are turned off um, there's like less interaction on the video, and then mm. less advertisers will like put ads on the video, and then advertisers were pulling their ads from anyone that had kids on it, and it was this whole thing.
0: Hmm. There's all I mean, did that? Did they reverse, or is that still true?
2: I think it's done now. This was like two months ago, but I've still seen some videos that have the comments turned off. But then I like that could be by choice.
0: Yeah, there probably should be some kind of. <laughs> I mean, I do feel bad that they lose their thing, but I also. I feel like they are oddly exploiting their children for. Yeah, it's financial so interesting.
2: Because um, I think about that a lot because with family channels, um, because some people, it's like they were vloggers before they had kids. And then they had kids and then like they still vlog their life. So like that became a part of it. And then you can tell, it's like you can tell when someone, when it's like a family that kind of made videos because they wanted to and then like the fame like followed it mm-hmm. but then there's people that it's like you did this to become famous and you yeah. are like putting your kids on the internet which is kind of scary if you don't do it in the right way it's like scary I mm-hmm. feel like even if you're really protective of them but it's so interesting
0: yeah I, I I I go I have like a really extreme maybe opinion about this all but I even like I don't really like 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 <sighs> If you're doing it out of fame or whatever, I don't like when people have like these crazy like pet um, like Instagrams and stuff where they're like Instagramming their cat like once an hour or whatever or however <laughs> however often they're doing it. Like there are certainly harmless ones like i have a friend who has one for her dog but like she doesn't post in it like crazy or anything and they wanted the dog anyways but then there are people that i'm worried i'm like did you get a dog because you
2: wanted an instagram You wanted an
0: Instagram, like mm. and that's really fucked up uh and i feel bad for that dog or i feel bad for like grumpy cat may he rest in peace Aww, grumpy. and uh stuff like that like i don't know it just uh, there's some like disturbing level to to me and then if it's a human being it's you know kicks it up a notch
2: (laughs) yeah and that's the thing too it's like people will talk about like old youtube versus new youtube because there's a lot of youtubers who i still watch like people that i started watching years ago when youtube was already like more of a career thing but there's people who started youtube like before you could make money on it Mm -hmm. and those i feel like are a lot of people who make the best content and like who are like really good people Mm -hmm. and there still are people like that who have just started but now it's like so many people start it not because like they're like, oh, I have this type of content I really want to share, or this thing that I really want to make, and I want to platform. It's just like they want to get famous. So that's kind of toxic. Yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Yeah, you can never. You have to have your uh, priorities right. <laughs> Do
2: you awesome. guys watch anything on YouTube? Um,
1: thank you for asking. Um, I <laughs> used to watch a lot. Of, well, I can't say I watch a lot. When I was in college, um, I was in college before you, but I watched a lot of like the Vlog Brothers. Because I really like John Green's books. Oh,
2: yeah. Mm-hmm. They are like part of like what started the YouTube revolution. They yeah. started VidCon, which yeah. is like a conference that YouTubers and fans go to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yes. You dress, I, you dress up like your favorite vlogger.
1: <laughs> I don't think they do that, but that would be crazy. <laughs> it would be very funny. Um, and then through that, I watched a few others. But then I kind of stopped. I, don't, I just kind of stopped watching. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't watch too many YouTube videos. Although I do love similarly, but not quite. I spend so much time like watching Facebook videos, like five minute crafts and oh, yeah. bake this cake.
2: DIY videos are great. Yeah.
1: I could I spend at least an hour a day watching those. And every single time I'm like, Okay, what this makes am me I doing? Feel
2: better. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I question myself every single time it happens and I'm like, I'm not gonna watch the next one.
2: And the thing too yeah, about thing YouTube, I which I think is what started my addiction, is you're like, oh, I don't have time to watch a movie or I don't have time to watch a whole show. I'll just watch a five-minute video or a 10-minute video. But then you watch so many and you're like, oh, what mm-hmm. happened?
1: I watched a TV show. Yeah. Matt, do you watch YouTube videos?
0: I do. I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, first, plug for my YouTube channel. Oh,
1: my God, you have one?
0: <laughs> I do, yeah. Uh, for me, you know, for me. I post I post my sketches on there from... Uh, uh, magnet sketch teams and i've posted i've like
2: i should compile all of mine onto like my own channel
0: that's like i really, i
2: actually think i technically do have a youtube channel yeah. that was the same thing just like comedy videos uh
0: and then i do i have a, f- a mod within my friend's famous unboxing video i made a few years ago oh
2: my god what did you unbox i also like an unboxing video i
0: unboxed a to- my toaster oven it's like a it's like a co- i was supposed to be like a comedy yeah it's a comedy thing <laughs> And I did like a video I did a video where I taste tested some beer and that's like also they're all supposed to be funny but Okay. It's supposed um, to be funny
2: or they are funny? I think they, they are probably funny.
0: are. Um,
1: I have watched at least the um the beer tasting one and it's very funny but okay. mostly cuz Matt is sad cuz he failed at making pretzels. Yeah, it's like oh. a bad
0: it's like a bad uh Okay, got to watch these now. Yeah, yeah. Um I keep meaning to make more although because I've been adding my sketch videos I feel like that's the content I've been putting up so I don't feel as bad that I haven't made like an original thing in a while mm-hmm. uh but i watch uh i watch a few things regularly like i watch cinema sins which like they kind of jokingly will critique movies and the, the videos are like 15 to 20 minutes long and they're like they just like nitpick movies and i think it's fun some people have a problem with it because it seems like they're being overly critical but i it's funny i don't know <laughs> uh or similarly i watch uh, honest trailers which are like they cut up movie trailers or that they take movies and then cut them into trailers and the trailers just to be like what the movie's actually about or whatever. And they're it's like also a comedic take. Oh, cool. Um, so to be like I can't even think of any right now, but uh <laughs> uh definitely like a twisted, it's kind of that thing where you're like watching a movie and you're like, Well actually this movie's sort of about this thing, and they they turn that into like a whole trailer. It's very funny. Um I also love watching uh clips from Penn and Teller's Fool Us, The Magic Show. <laughs> I watch... See,
2: like, this exposes,
1: like, yeah. who you really are, what you watch on YouTube.
0: Yeah, it turns out I really like magic, and I never knew that before.
1: <laughs> I know I love magic. Whenever I see a magic trick, I'm like, I know they did that some way, and I don't care, because that was cool.
0: <laughs> uh, but i say the thing I spend the most time... the So Cinema Honest Trailers, those I watch... Oh, and, like, there's another one, like, How It Should Have Ended, which is, like, another movie parody thing. Uh, where it's like it's like sort of flash animation of like redoing scenes from movies, mm-hmm. and my fa- uh, and also bad lip reading.
2: Oh, those are so funny! Uh,
0: yeah, I love those. those. So those are all the ones I check. I check those like every day to see if there's a new one for any of those channels. Um, but then I'd say the thing I just will spend maybe the most time otherwise watching would be analysis for movies and video games. <laughs>
2: I feel like gaming channels are a huge part of YouTube. They're like the most, the YouTube with the most subscribers ever, I think are all gaming channels. Yeah.
0: I watch a lot of the gaming stuff because I follow some people like on Twitch. So so YouTube has YouTube gaming, uh, which is Twitch, but by YouTube. But just, I don't, uh, for some reason I don't watch them on there. I watch everyone I watch on Twitch. Um, But people on Twitch will put, their videos like if they so twitch is like just live streaming although you can do clips and stuff but like if you are a person on twitch who does like a really good game or like wants to like create some content they will like then take that and post it over on youtube and i'll watch them do like curated uh content over there um but i love yeah video game stuff well some yeah so that's why watching people play but i'll which i do watch (laughs) but i'll also like there'll be like theories about like how did this video game or like the oh yeah this is a big one like uh the game theorists which um they take they they just come up with these kind of like seemingly wild theories about the lore of a video game but then they go into intense detail about why their crazy lore is probably true with like evidence from the games and stuff and i love that kind of stuff (laughs) or like the east almost like easter eggs from video games but like somebody who designed the video game like put this thing in there but it's like unexplained and if you get enough unexplained things in video games people make these like theory videos about how they're all connected and i love love stuff like that
2: <laughs> it's like when your english teacher would be like what did it mean when he left the feather by the window and i'd be like nothing <laughs> yeah
0: you you yeah it like opens your eyes to start thinking about crap like that which is actually you Fun. find, it's funny you say that because like i took a th- film uh class in college it was like a, f- I needed to take an extra elective and i took like a film criticisms or something and i was like this seems like fun uh and we just sat inside and watched movies and you'd point out like the thing in the thing and so now like there's certain things i watch in movies like there's a whole thing like if a door is open in the sh- in the frame that has meaning if there are windows in the shot if there's no windows in the shot like you can like infer uh you know good intentions or you can infer like characters who are about to flee just because like this is like old like how they used to make i mean i don't even know if movies really do this anymore i know that's i like get uh, so
2: into that stuff thinking about it but then some stuff i'm like it's just a thing it didn't mean anything
0: yeah if you watch like i feel like if you watch like alfred hitchcock stuff like that or like or like stanley kubrick it's it's like full of stuff like that and like like directors who very intentionally did some really crazy stuff and i've watched a lot of videos about that on on youtube too that uh,
2: reminds me of another type of youtube video i watch a lot which is conspiracy theories oh mm.
1: thank you i love conspiracy theories. i do
2: too and there's so many good videos on them
1: um what is your favorite one to watch so the one youtuber whose conspiracy theories
2: i watch which i feel like This just shows how basic I am. But the YouTuber Shane Dawson, who's one of like the original YouTubers from like 2007 or whenever YouTube started, he does conspiracy (laughs) theory videos that are so good. And it will be like sometimes a compilation of a few different theories or sometimes it will be just one. But I love his because he makes them like kind of spooky. And he'll do like more traditional conspiracies like that we've all heard about. Like, did we actually land on the moon? Like was 9-11 an inside job like all that classic stuff but then he'll also do more like modern day like conspiracies like about a specific youtuber like or about celebrities so i love those (laughs) one that i really got into that i can't remember if it was from him or from someone else that i think about a lot was the conspiracy theory of fema camps have you ever heard of this i don't know that i could have made my topic conspiracy theories um the, the FEMA camp conspiracy theory is. I hope no one from the government listens to this. Is that
0: a lot of people from the government listen? Um, um, only told.
1: people from the government. Listen ah, to this.
2: <laughs> I'm going to get taken away. <laughs> um, is that so? FEMA will basically like buy or like take over abandoned Walmarts. Um, and then they like turn that into like a camp, not like a concentration camp per se, but like a camp kind of like a concentration camp of like where they would put people if like we ever went under martial law or like there was ever some kind of like crazy disaster and you can like look up a map of like where all of the proposed fema camps are Mm -hmm. and they're all usually in abandoned WalMarts.
0: that's really weird
2: i know and i i believe it i believe it 100 percent.
0: well i mean i mean it there's like uh i mean there's some like real life basis for a lot of that like uh I mean, that was like after Hurricane Katrina when they, uh, FEMA put people in the um, Superdome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And like that's like the same kind of thing, same kind of idea. (laughs) Uh, And that also was a huge, uh, turned out to be a huge disaster. But I can imagine since then they've decided like, oh, let's actually have reasonable places to store people.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Um, That's a good one. I'll have to look up that one. Um, I also really like conspiracy theories, but only some of them. But I'm afraid of watching videos on them on YouTube because, well. The government. The government. Um, but my favorite, not my favorite, the one I'm most intrigued by is the flat earth theory. Oh,
2: my God. I watched, uh, Shane Dawson has a flat earth video that is, he has, a, he has like a flat earther come on. And then he has someone come on who's not a flat earther, but who basically like breaks down all the different theories. And like for a minute, I was like, the Earth maybe could be flat. Um, did you end there, or did you? Did I'm back you to past? believing it's round, but it's so believable when they talk about it.
0: Yeah, I flew to Japan, and we had to fly over Alaska to get there. I believe it's round because you wouldn't fly a weird route like that if it wasn't round.
1: But True. according to this theory, the pilots are in on it, and you just land somewhere, and they just kill time for a while, and then you go. That is, but you would one
2: know one. if you land it.
1: I'm just telling you what the theory says. But
2: I guess it could be that they changed the tracker so it looks like you're somewhere else or they're like idling in the sky. Yeah. But no, the flat earth one, what got me about the flat earth theory was the video I watched, they were like, okay, why do you believe the earth is round? And it's like, because like, that's what I've always been taught. And it's like, okay, well, the government influences what we learn in schools. And then they were like, well, all photos of the Earth are around. And it's like, all photos of the Earth come from NASA, who could also be lying. So that really got me. And then they were talking about one that was like, that the Earth is like a plane, but there's like a kind of like dome yes. atmosphere thing over it.
1: Mm-hmm. That was
2: the one that I think was the most believable.
1: Um, I think the thing that gets me about the Flat Earth Theory and why I could never believe it is that that they don't believe in gravity. Oh, then, I didn't.
2: I don't remember that part. I believe oh. in gravity,
1: um, and it works just because the Earth is moving so fast through s- whatever yeah, that everything just yeah. sticks to the ground. Hold
0: it down. Yeah, that's why birds are always slamming the ground. Um,
2: <laughs> they birds do slam into windows. Yeah, and I'd like to clarify. I don't think that the Earth is flat. No, I. I but I, I, it they're but very it convincing. <laughs> and after yeah. you watch something like that, especially these conspiracy theory videos. They spin it that you start to question everything you've yeah. ever known.
0: I have to say, here's here's why I don't uh, fully... The conspiracy theories are are hard sell for me, especially something like Flat Earth. So when you said like, oh, the pilots are in on it, anything... like I believe that individual people can lie. I believe that even small groups are pretty capable of lying as a group, uh, maybe like a cult or something. But it's really... It, you really you lose me once you're like thousands and thousands of people are all can, are all in on the same lie like all yeah. the pilots in the world all the anyone in aviation is in on it the entire air force like all these people it would take so many people to never leak the truth or whatever like or, you know yeah like
2: even just refer to the show yeah. Big Little Lies those five women five women are struggling to keep one little lie together I don't
0: think two
1: pretty big lie though
0: it's hard for one person. I personally alive. cannot
2: lie. I am physically unable.
0: Um, now, is that a lie that she just told us? <laughs> it's a good lie. Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like I feel like anytime you even hear of like a crime on TV where it's like two or three people like try to get through like to do like a, a some sort of robbery or something, one of them, even if none of them get caught, one of them always like comes out and says, like, "Oh yeah, we did the robbery or whatever." Remember that, like, fake homeless guy? Or not fake homeless guy, but uh, he was really homeless, but the woman who fake helped him out. You guys remember this? I don't
1: believe a lot of those stories, so.
0: She, well, so it was, like, this feel-good news story where this woman was stranded, she had no gas, and a homeless man gave her, like, his last money so she could buy gas to get home. And then she got home and told her husband, like, that this nice homeless man helped her. And um, then they started a GoFundMe or Kickstarter or something to for this guy, and it went viral. And they raised a ton of money for this guy to, like, help him get off his feet and blah, blah, blah. And then uh, the guy, the home, like, the homeless guy ends up getting, like, not all the money. So then the people are like, oh, these... This this husband and wife have been like scammed us all and took all the money and they're so they got arrested for that.
2: I feel like I do remember this or a similar it, yeah. story. It's
0: pretty recent. Um, and then the story does, keeps getting weirder because then you find out you
2: sound like someone who's making a conspiracy uh, theory video. Well, this is the, the real story. Yeah. Keeps getting weirder.
0: <laughs> yeah, hire dun, me. Dun, dun. Um, and then it turns out that the homeless guy was in on it the whole time. <gasps> And he, they basically paid him, the the whole story's fake. The whole thing is fake to get this Kickstarter going. So that they could take the money? So that they could take the money and he was, they were supposed to split it like three ways or whatever. Uh, And because the original like thing was to get $10,000 or something and they're like, oh, that's, this is a quick way for us to each make three grand or whatever. But it ended up making like $400,000 or something like that. And that's when everyone got greedy. Because apparently, so like... I don't totally blame the homeless man because obviously he, he sort of gets conned in this too, but they paid him $75,000 and then he like got a lawyer and was like, um, listen, I know I got some money, but I'm really owed like several hundred thousand more and all this stuff. And the reason, and so like he kind of gets greedy too. It's like, it falls apart on all ends because everyone gets greedy in their own way. And if everyone just was, was cool about it, they yeah. all would have gotten away. And they would have gotten away with it. And Nothing like, would have happened. <laughs> you,
2: you sound like Scooby-Doo. I would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those stupid kids or yeah. whatever they say. But also, it's like you can't even really blame the homeless person because that person probably clearly needed money. Mm-hmm. And of, like, of course, you would say yes. Yeah. I feel like it's more on the other two people I who agree. probably... We're fine. And it's, just greedy.
0: It's. I mean, for me, it's on all three of them because they're all a bunch of scammer, scam artists. Yeah, but I
2: feel less. I feel more bad for the homeless person because they were probably desperate.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I just, yeah, I feel less bad, but still angry at all three of them. <laughs> it's uh, not
1: a good look for any of them.
0: Mm-mm. No, uh, that's a real thing. I think. I think that was like two years ago, but then last summer was like the summer we all found. We found out all the details from it, mm. <laughs> which was just so like. It was just like fact after fact. You're like, what is going on? <laughs> and I think she got the worst of it. I, I feel like she got the worst uh, punishment. And also they're divorced now. Oh, yeah. Wow. So it ruined it all.
2: That's a journey that not that even Money ruins conquer. everything.
0: Yeah. It's going to be a Coen Brothers movie. Um, all their movies are about greed. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. The Big Lebowski. I haven't seen it. Uh, true Grit. I haven't seen it. I haven't uh, seen any movies because 'cause I'm watching youtube yeah um i'm I'm like, but you can uh, watch ins- movies on youtube inside lewin davis uh with uh what's this Poe Dameron from star wars um uh, <laughs> uh, they've they've made lots of great movies, they're really fun and the, oh uh oh brother where art thou uh, oh, literally I've seen that movie with uh like a uh, uh, handsome man. <laughs> George, George Clooney. Clooney. <laughs> you know that handsome man, George Clooney? I feel like George Clooney well, I a handsome man, I feel like I associate him with that term that yeah. with George Clooney.
2: I feel like if someone has to pick off the top of their head, like, oh, a dreamy actor, it's either George Clooney or Brad Pitt. I think
1: yeah. that's
0: fair. Dreamy, I'm going Brad Pitt. Uh handsome or handsome you're going George, George, Clooney. George Clooney. George Clooney. Um <laughs> These might be old references now. I don't know who's handsome anymore.
2: But I feel like that's who still who people would say. Yeah. Yeah. Like, off the top just, of their it's head. Because so ingrained in us. Even though now it's like Harry Styles, who is a handsome devil himself. But mm-hmm. that's like not who people will say first.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, Back to YouTube. hmm So you like conspiracy theory videos. Yeah. You like family videos. Uh-huh. You like beauty vlog videos.
2: Uh-huh.
1: You said that there's movies on there. Are you watching movies on YouTube?
2: Um... Not usually, but there was a time also in college when I used to watch, (laughs) this is so sad and embarrassing. I used to watch Mary-Kate and Ashley movies on YouTube because they were all on there in like 11 parts. It would be like Passport to Paris in 12 parts. Um,
0: YouTube is not embarrassing, but watching Mary-Kate movies and Ashley also movies. So
2: I definitely did do that, but because I don't know how to find movies illegally so that's the closest I've ever gotten.
0: Yeah, when you watch them in chunks, because that is. Also illegal. And it's
2: like someone filming it on their
1: phone. <laughs> um, I just want to let you know that I disagree with Matt, that I don't think it's embarrassing. Thank it's you. It's nostalgia. Yeah. And
2: I think that was like such a big part of my life as a child. Like I loved them so much and I watched all of their movies. I read all of their books. I could tell them apart on Full House. Like I knew if it was Mary Kate mm. or Ashley. Um, So I think it was more like nostalgia. But now a lot of them are on Hulu and stuff.
1: Mm.
0: Mm uh i I when i rent movies i usually rent them on hulu like if i want to watch them on my tv because i don't that's i usually just the rent I like. them
2: on amazon prime
0: i i guess i do amazon too sometimes
2: or i i also itunes i rent stuff but not as much rent, anymore say. i had a roku for a while and then i switched
1: back to apple tv i love my apple but TV. when i had roku i would always do amazon do you watch youtube on yeah. your apple tv or strictly a computer situation
2: um I actually don't usually watch YouTube on my TV. I usually watch it like on my phone or on my iPad. And I think it's, this is going to sound so weird. Like putting it on the TV almost takes away what makes YouTube feel so like personal in a way. Like when you're watching it on your phone, it it feels different to me. Like I'm more engaged or something. It's more intimate. Especially with like someone who's like talking to the camera. Yeah, it feels a lot more intimate. To watch it, not on the TV.
0: I got. I got to agree with that because the uh, the very couch you're sitting on, um, you can see that there's a television across from you. Yeah, it's
2: a great size TV, and it's a great L shaped L shaped sectional, which is my favorite.
0: Wow. Uh, but if I were to be like watching YouTube on said couch, I wouldn't put on that TV. I would just hold my phone in front of my face. Even yeah, though, exactly. You know,
2: I do the same thing.
0: Uh, I, usually, I usually watch. And this is a
2: nice TV too.
0: Yeah. And so it's a, oh, only the best for me. I play video games on it. <laughs> uh i usually watch youtube on my my desktop computer
2: Ooh, that's so old school
0: i know that reminds me of in high
2: school when like youtube first became a thing and videos would go really viral kind of in the way that like people would be talking about it like that video where like the couple dances down the aisle. Do you remember that?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, oh, yeah. And, like, the all of my friends videos. would, like,
2: gather around someone's desktop computer yeah. to watch it or, like, Jenna Marbles videos. Yeah.
0: So many dancing videos back in the day. Not even, uh, not, not even that long ago. But.
2: but, no, I actually... Dance videos is another thing I still watch. Um, one of the my backup topics was Dance Moms, but the TV show. But I figured you guys probably don't watch it. Um, um,
0: talk about things I'd feel bad about, like exploiting children. Yeah.
2: Um, but I still... I, lo- I like love watching people dance, so I do sometimes watch dance videos. I forget the name of the guy. It's like Kyle something. It's like the one with like the red room and they all dance in it. I love those.
1: Um, I have a question. If you had to pick only one channel to watch on YouTube for the next year, I'm not going to make you choose for your whole life, just one year. <laughs> who are you picking and why? I don't
0: know.
2: Um
1: <gasps> I can
0: It's mine, right?
2: <laughs> it's Matt Armando's sketch comedy channel. Um where he posts skits. Um, <laughs> shit, I don't know, that's so hard because I feel like I would want to watch someone prolific who posts a lot. Um Shoot, I don't know. I might watch One family I like to watch a lot is the Ballinger family. If you know know who Miranda Sings is? Yes. It's her brother brother (laughs) and sister-in-law have four kids. One on the way and they have a family channel that I love and they're like good parents. They're like not exploiting their kids. You know, like their kids are on the channel and they like it but I don't feel like they're exploiting them. I love that channel. That's like what I'm really into right now when it comes to a family channel. So I might choose them but i don't know that was my first instinct but i feel like there's something else i feel like i would want (coughs) to (laughs) watch
0: this is like picking your favorite child
2: yeah i don't know that's a really hard question because i go to different people for different things
1: okay i'm gonna make the question easier for you maybe not easier maybe harder i don't know if you had to pick one category of youtube for the next year and that's all you could do what would you do Ugh.
2: I would probably stick with vlogs cuz you get a little bit of everything. People throw their beauty stuff in there, they throw their shopping stuff in there, they throw their cooking in there, they throw their DIY in there. Mm. You kind of get hit all of those bases.
1: I mm-hmm. yeah, I can accept that. I both think of that's probably answers. what I would pick.
2: And what's funny is I said YouTube's a young man's game like I feel like it's all teens. My dad watches a lot of YouTube now and he recently met his favorite vlogger. Oh my
0: wow. What a day!
2: He watches this guy named Ben Gravy, who's like a surfer on the Jersey Shore, and my dad was at the Jersey Shore and saw him surfing. Oh my so my God. dad like was ri- my dad was riding his bike and he like pulled over and was watching him, and then my dad went up to him <laughs> and was like, "Hey, Ben." I've been watching you for years on YouTube. It's got to say, it's a lot better in person. <laughs> and then Ben put my dad in the vlog. So you can <gasps> go to Ben Gravy's vlog and see my dad. He like pulls out the camera and was like, I met Bill today. And my dad is like, hello. <laughs> it's That's so cute.
1: A oh beautiful dad story.
0: I know. Also, Such a dad thing to say, um, it's so much better in person. Or yeah. <laughs> like what a dad thing and
2: then the video ben is like oh are you are gonna get out there and my dad's like oh no i'm too
0: old <laughs> <laughs> oh man
2: but yeah there's something about i don't know there's really something about like vlog channels that it's nice i feel like a lot of people watch them i feel like i started watching them in like a time in my life where like i was in transition like end of college and then like after college when i wasn't sure what i was doing and it like Brings, like, a weird sort of comfort. So I feel like I get why a lot of, like, teens get, like, obsessed with people Mm -hmm. like that. Because it feels like you know them. Yeah. And if you feel, like, lonely or lost in any way, it's, like, a nice connection that you can kind of count on in a way. Which is sad, but also nice.
1: (laughs) I think that's fair. I think that's why I got into podcasts.
2: True. It's similar. Yeah. Because you feel like you know people. Yeah. And you are like checking up on them in a way
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and it's like oh i'm excited to hear from them Mm -hmm. like the same way you feel like when you haven't seen a friend in a while and you want to catch up
1: yeah and they're calming yeah yeah
2: i find beauty tutorials calming too to just like when they're not even talking and you're just like watching them like put on foundation i'm like yes this is like
1: watching someone paint yeah like a bob ross Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: very nice well, Lindsay, we're getting near the end of our episode. I could here. tell
2: you guys were giving each other a look.
0: Uh, uh yeah, <laughs> given those looks. We've been told we we've been told we have a we have an aura of a, of us where we're trying to either like move something on or no.
2: I could tell. I was like, I gotta stop talking. Wrap it up.
0: I, I mean, we're we're doing good on time. We're doing pretty good on time. when We haven't gone like over. But uh, yeah, I I did make my make my eyes to Emily. <laughs> <laughs>
2: hey i know the look i do it myself
0: <laughs> we do like we also like even if we have to like move on from like segments or something or we, or like if we get really off topic we're we'll like and let's get back <laughs> yeah
2: that's good though someone's gonna do it
0: um did you have do you have anything you want to get out before we uh close up this topic um, or do you feel good
2: <laughs> i feel good yeah it was nice to hear what you guys watch. Mm-hmm. um
0: I love YouTube. I have YouTube premium. I, I do. My dad has YouTube I, I premium. I pay, pay for the, uh, um, I also use YouTube, I also use like Google Music and it comes in one, one I've, low price for both things. i
2: thought about getting YouTube TV because I have cable. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because YouTube TV is actually like a pretty good alternative to cable if you still want some cable channels. Kind of like, um, what's that thing called? That, app that is to watch tv but you only get certain channels um, i
0: I use sling yeah that's that what, what i mean sling yeah, yeah. it's kind
2: of like that mm-hmm.
0: yeah i watch sling because uh, i use it to watch uh the simpsons uh tv shows on fx mm-hmm. <laughs> which there are like three or four that i like and uh um and uh baseball and like the world cup and stuff were yeah. all in there
2: my friend mallory has sling and i used to watch with her X Factor UK, because you can watch it on swing, and that's another thing I used to watch a lot on YouTube. Not so much anymore. Mm-hmm. But I would watch X Factor UK or you can watch like someone's X Factor Journey. So you can like watch One Direction's <laughs> X Factor Journey and watch like every appearance I ever had on X
0: Factor. Oh, nice. Which
1: is a great time. But yeah, I think I've let it all out. Okay. Nice. I had one more question. Mm-hmm. Do you subscribe to everything you watch or do you just find stuff sometimes? I
2: used to subscribe to stuff oh. I'm speaking strange. I used to subscribe to stuff more. Um, another hot topic we didn't get into is the YouTube algorithm. What's weird is there are some channels that I assume I'm subscribed to because they come up on my homepage so much, and then I realize I'm not subscribed. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think some people I subscribe to, some people I don't. If it's something like I find more embarrassing than I'm watching, I don't subscribe. Um, but there are like channels I've been subscribed to for years and stuff that if a lot of times if I find myself watching it, I'll subscribe. But then there's some stuff that I just, like, look up and check in on every now and then.
0: Yeah. I, I similar thing happens to me, like, uh, or the, the recommendations. Because I do check YouTube, like, at least once a day. Uh-huh. Uh, and it'll be like, hey, you want to watch this? And, like, sometimes, like, there was this one guy who I was watching a lot of his videos for, but I never subscribed to just because. Mm-hmm. But I kept recommending them. And I was like, oh, I should subscribe to this guy's channel. Mm-hmm. And now I do.
2: But uh, Yeah. I go to my homepage more than my subscription page. Okay. Um, which, I don't know. But uh, yeah, there's this yeah. whole thing with the YouTube algorithm and how it's changed, and like YouTubers always talk about it. I don't really fully understand it, but I do know they a like lot of people. Not they like don't it. like it. Okay.
0: Well, no one likes change. That's the problem yeah. with the world. Uh, it's Like
2: the Instagram algorithm, we all hate it. I, I just want it hate to it. be
0: chronological. I know. You know, on Twitter, you can uh, you can you can force it to be chronological again, which is nice.
2: I think it. I might have done that, but I'm not sure. I just figured how, so, how to do that. There's
0: a little. It's like a button on your on your feed it's a little like stars okay. thing and you just click that and it goes and it will i like, ask you if you want to switch between a, a chronological timeline or, or not
1: i get so mad when i see an instagram post two times i'm like this is or from when i see three something days ago.
2: yeah from three days ago and that's like over fourth of july weekend i was one of my college friends lives in san francisco so my other friend and i went to visit and we kept being like our posts are tanking no one is liking our posts What's mm. going on? Which is such a vapid conversation to have, but we had it and we were like, it's the algorithm. But then you get likes for like three days, they slowly roll in. Yeah.
0: It's a pain in the ass. Um <laughs> Algorithms are nice, but some of them are bad. <laughs> and the one on the one on Instagram should just go away forever. <laughs> yeah,
2: like nobody asked for that.
0: Yeah. Occasionally, I see someone defended online, and I get mad. Who defending it?
2: Bring them here. Give me their head. Yeah.
0: Give me
1: their YouTube channel so I can make mean comments on it.
0: Um, they're like text comments, not YouTube ones, but whatever. Um, whatever. Anyway, everyone, come subscribe to mine. Um, <laughs> uh, Lindsay, I'm going to look it up when I get home. Please do. Uh, do you have anything to plug, promote, otherwise mention?
2: Sure. Um, you can listen to my podcast, um, Worry Journal. It's on itunes and spotify um i co-hosted with delaney sweet who was on an episode a few weeks ago Yeah, the and she talked about music festivals which is so funny because i'm a friend of music festivals (laughs) um so that's a fun podcast worry journal and um i don't we talked about when this this will come
0: out this coming thursday the 25th of july
2: here's the thing (sighs) another thing that's kind of embarrassing to talk about on an improv team, and
1: well, you're in a safe place here. Um, I know,
2: and we're doing a show. Well, we have a monthly show at Cobra Club. You can follow me on Instagram, Lindsay Mai L I N D S E Y M Y for all those updates. But the big thing is that we're doing Cage Match at UCB on Thursday, August 1st at 10 30 p.m. If you want to come, that would be nice because I think we're going to lose, but I'd like to lose by a less embarrassing margin of votes mm-hmm. so we could use all the support we can get. And it's a really fun show to go to either way.
0: And this is at the Hell's Kitchen Theater?
2: Yeah. So you can go to UCB.com and it's at Hell's Kitchen.
0: There you go. Okay. But uh, that's,
2: I think it. And you know, good luck. good
0: luck on your cage match. I may or may not go to it. The-
2: <laughs> I appreciate your honesty. I will probably go. I appreciate that a lot because I am nervous i'll vote for you it's like not a big deal but i just am nervous it's a big deal to me <laughs> it's
0: it, is, a, it is a big deal it's yeah, a, it a big deal it's that's it's really cool job. yeah i would like to go if i can make it happen but i'm not going to promise right now that i'm gonna be there <laughs> i appreciate that <laughs> um i'm
1: gonna come from class so yeah. yeah
2: and if you're in emily's improv class and you're listening to this you better come to the show yeah that's who i'm taking down
1: The people in my class.
0: Yeah. And now this episode comes out the same day you have class. Oh, that's true. So you could tell everyone in your class. Listen to
1: my podcast. Hey, listen to this. So we can have plans next week. And in
0: one one week, (laughs) come. come It'll be a
1: great way
2: for your class to bond. It's a great way for any improv class or group of people to bond. So come together
0: um i i realize you said it's a great way i realizing now you meant it's a great way to bond to go to cage match together but i thought you meant it's a great way to bond to listen to this podcast
2: hey everyone like get in a car or some kind of shared space <laughs> and listen to the podcast together or i'll listen on headphones like a silent disco
0: oh yeah either way is should, fine with me
2: wait should we do the first silent disco for podcasts
0: yeah
1: yeah sure
2: okay That's... no one seemed that enthused but i think it's a good no, idea i mean i'm into it
1: i Think it's very funny to like see people laughing on the train, and also sometimes yeah, I, I love that. Train, I love that. So I can see there's something to be about communal giggling. Yeah, yeah. At a podcast.
0: just someone flashes out like a big smile on the train. You're like, you're listening to one of a comedy album.
2: Yeah, I know. I always, that's always me. I'm always like laughing at something, and I'm like,
1: oh, oh, oops.
0: Um. All right. Well, I think we're are we good? I think
1: we're good. All right. Thanks for having me, guys. Thank you for being here on Thank the podcast you. stage. Thank
0: you, Lindsay, for being here. Um. Thank you, Emily, for co-hosting this with me.
1: Uh, Matt, thank you for co-hosting with me. Mm.
0: Anyways, I've been Matt Armando.
1: I continue to be Emily Riggins.
0: And this has been TBD.
1: With Matt and Emily.
0: Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.